Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Here's a cool story. All right. If you're a Coyotes fan, you probably know the name Darren Quint. Uh, you know, here's the thing. I know the name, I, I'm, and I'm not a huge Coyotes fan, even though I love hockey. Uh, I grew up in Boston, so that's my and he team. He hasn't been playing for a while. Yeah, I, so so I'm I'm a Bruins fan, but I I know the name, and I don't know why I know the name. Why do I know the name? Well, he was a, he was a Coyotes player, defenseman, played. You know, I don't know how many years here, but he, he had a long NHL career. I, I think I remember him playing for the Jets. Very possible. Well, well the Jets, the Jets, Jets became the Coyotes. Coyotes so yeah, he, right. he yeah, may have been one of, he may yeah. have been one of the original Coyotes. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I just saw a story yesterday. He just uh, recently became a a cop in Phoenix. Oh no, kidding! How cool is that? Can he fight? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, like I don't Anytime know. Anytime he gets into a scuffle, he throws his hat down first. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, I mean, throws, I mean, throws all. His... He, put, he pulls you out of the car, pulls your jersey up over your face, punches you several times. I kid, Mister Quint, Officer Quint, don't pull me over and, and punch me. Penalty box in the back of the car. Yeah, course. you have to yeah. sit in the back of. Yeah, no, if anything it. goes wrong, you sit in the back of his car for two minutes, and then you go free. Yeah, that's a really. I think that's really interesting. You know, he, it's awesome. Two. Two separate and distinct, but like, you know, cool, interesting careers. Well, you know, and it's, and we don't think about this a lot, but, um, you know, professional athletes don't, don't work into their sixties. Right. I they, mean, a no, lot of them, they, a lot of them, when they say by the time they're 35, it's over, you know, you work, right. you, you, and in hockey, it's even, it's, it's even, uh, you know, because you start at 15, 16 years old in the juniors and then you make it, you make it to the, to the NHL. And it's so and, rough on your body. Yeah. So a lot of these guys are retired by 30, 35. Yeah. It's a good backup plan, I guess, being a comp. It's probably a little less violent than playing hockey when Darren Quint played in the NHL. Well, it's, you know, <laughs> you'll, you'll get into some crazier situations, but not as often as yeah. a hockey game. Yeah. So, and oh, of well, course, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. And I think the coolest thing is if he works his way up the ranks, he could become, say it with me, Captain, Captain Quint. Quint. That'd be great. I love it. I wonder if they, if he becomes Captain Quint, if he just puts a C on his jersey or does he get a special badge? Dan and. <laughs> You're gonna need a bigger courtroom. <laughs> it is March 5th of 2021. By the way, I don't think a lot of people know this. There's not been a lot of talk about it, but March is Women's History Month. It's oh, just, it hasn't gotten out there. Uh, you know, I think if you you get a guy who knows what he's doing handling oh, the publicity, oh, and and more people well, would know it. What? Well, here's the thing: women d- women don't talk. They don't gossip about things oh. like that. So the word hasn't gotten around yet. I understand, so, though. Yeah, no, listen, I, I, I kid. I I fully support Women's History Month. In fact, I truly believe in every word that is spoken. Spoken by the patron saint of Women's History Month, Danny Trejo. Times are changing. Ladies can do stuff now, and you're going to have to learn how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, with regard to Women's History Month, Mark, I'm going to make a bold statement here on the show, Look, and, and, I, and I'm prepared to take whatever heat comes with it. I'm going to say this. I like women. Do you? Yeah. I, really? I, I find that uh, overall, in the in historically, they've been pretty good. Yeah, well, you know yeah. what? Join the club. I, I, I like women, too. I, yeah. I even feel... And this may be even bolder. I even feel that like we need them in some ways. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, in fact, I, I feel like, like they're a necessary component to keep things going well, somehow. Not all of them. Now, let's not let's not paint everything <laughs> with a broad with a broad brush here. Not all of them. But I would, like just for the record, my mom was a woman, and she no, was pretty good. Really? Yeah. 
Because that's, that's I loved funny. her. She my, was great. My yeah. mom is a still is a woman. Yeah. My mom's dead. Thanks yeah. for bringing it up. No problem. All right. Uh, my sister is also a woman. No kidding. No kidding. I Following in the family footsteps. Absolutely. Yeah. She followed in my, uh, my wow. mom's footsteps. I don't have a, I don't have a sister. So thanks for bringing that up as Not well. No problem at all. Yeah. So right. I just want to say for the record, uh, lest anybody question it, I love women. I love all women. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't say the same in reverse. They don't necessarily love me. <laughs> but you're, well, you're describing my high school experience. Yeah, right there, exactly. Is what yeah. you're doing. So, 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 so happy so, Women's History Month. Thanks for bringing that up. You're welcome. Uh, I'm here um, to support you. <laughs> it's Friday. People are staying in more these days. So it's time for another Mark and Neanderthal weekend movie pick where we recommend something that is a good watch. It is arguably the best superhero movie ever made. I because and it's here's cause, why because it's a not a superhero movie. We're talking yet, we're talking about Deadpool with yeah. Ryan Reynolds it, because it's it's got humor all throughout. That's why. Yeah, I, I, I really like it. Plus, I have a crush on his girlfriend Marina, whatever her name is. She's lovely. Yeah, her, her name is Vanessa. I I have a thing with the name Vanessa. I don't know what it is. There you go. Uh, but just a super good movie. Um, you know, packed with 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 people who have gone on to be pretty big stars. T.J. Miller and Gina Carano and a bunch of other people in it. Really good. Yeah, no, it's it's a great movie. It got me. I hated Ryan Reynolds. I did too. Up until this I point, did too. Yeah, I didn't even want to see the movie. And then for whatever reason, we watched it. I was like, wow. That yeah. was really good. I guess we should probably get a plot synopsis. I believe producer Guido will provide one for us. Former Special Forces operative Wade Wilson now works as a mercenary. Wade's world comes crashing down when evil scientist Ajax tortures and disfigures him, <laughs> turning Wade into Deadpool. Spoiler alert. He seeks revenge. Armed with a twisted sense of humor, accelerated healing powers, and some mutant allies, Deadpool hunts down the man who nearly destroyed his life. I, I'm, I'm not sure. Wow. I'm not sure. But I think I'm not going to. I think producer Guido might be Batman. <laughs> he might be. I'm not sure. He's hit puberty, at least. Yeah, I know yeah. that. Congratulations. His voice, wow. his voice sounds, just deepens sounds substantially. Like all man is what's going on there. So, I need some tea but, after that. You what? Yeah. I need some tea after that. Yeah, I, I would think so. Yeah. so. Okay. Um, he so hurt himself. One of the great things, like we said, about, about Deadpool is... How funny it is throughout. You've got Leslie Uggams. Oh, my God. Who and remembers a, her? A and comeback all of a sudden, role. Yeah, she's a, next up, it's Lola Falana. In she my was, mind. She was, she almost stole the movie from me. Hilarious. As, as this, this old blind woman that he is that he is tight with. Well, he's his roommate. It's his roommate. Yeah. And there's also a great cab driver named Dopinder. Yes. Who picks up Deadpool because he sometimes takes cabs to the sites of the, the yes. crimes and so forth. Yes, because he doesn't have a car. And <laughs> this conversation, is it's all Deadpool telling Dopinder how important it is to hang on to love. Love. When you find it, the whole world tastes like Daffodil Daydream. So you got to hold on to love and never let go. Don't make the same mistakes I did. Got it? Yeah. Or else the whole world tastes like Mama June after hot yoga. Gross. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a really good movie. It, it, and, yeah. and by the way, R-rated, so parents if don't you know some bad words and graphic violence in the movie, but in a but cartoon violence really. 
features a hilarious but incredibly brief cameo from Brad Pitt. Look, yes. Look for it. <laughs> keep your eyes open or you may miss it, right? Well, it's incredibly even quick. if you even if you keep your eyes open, you miss it. Sometimes, because yeah. for the most part, Brad Pitt is invisible in the movie. Spoiler right. alert. Yeah. So so keep that in mind. And uh, is it trained to Busan good? Yeah. yeah. It really is. It's a terrific movie. Even Deadpool 2 is a terrific movie. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, again, something that, that re- sort of reintroduced uh, Ryan Reynolds in a way that it, it resurrected him. In fact, it's interesting because the character of Deadpool is a jerk who is wiped off the face of the earth and comes back with a new sense of... Of humility, yep. and damned if Ryan Reynolds hasn't become that guy. Yeah, exactly. He is Deadpool. So, so that's enjoy. our recommendation, the Mark and Neanderthal weekend movie pick. I'm just reading here, this this Dr. Seuss stuff is so interesting oh, because boy. everybody's going nuts that, you know, oh my God, they're, it's political correctness, they're canceling everything. It's actually the company itself, the estate of Dr. Seuss, that... That puts out this stuff, and they, they still bring in mil- tens of millions a year. Yeah, it was like thirty some odd million. Yeah, it's crazy. Year. Yeah, but they're the ones who actually said, "Yeah, there's six books that have some really questionable stuff in it, so we're not going to publish those anymore." So this has resulted in people in sort of a protest going out and buying up Dr. Seuss books like crazy. But they're really just giving money to the company that actually made the decision to not publish those books anymore. Yeah, this isn't a cancel culture thing. This is a company, a business, deciding they're not going to lo- uh, no longer produce a product who is who, whose usefulness has been outdated. Like, imagine if we still had the notion that women remain should remain barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen. Like, that's an outdated notion. At one time, right. that was kind of what we thought. That was the woman's role in the, in the world. Was, right. to, was to just, you know, procreate, be there and make dinner for you when you get home, have it on the table, that sort of a deal. And so that's an outdated notion. Some of the notions in these books are also outdated and would not fly in 2021. And so the company was proactive before somebody complained. Yeah. But that's not to say that, you know, I, I don't you can't condemn all the books because the, those other books are still great. I yes. mean, they're, they're still wonderful children's books. And they were, you know, I remember reading them to our kids. My, I think I'm sure my parents read them to me. That's sure. I, I knew them, all, you know, when I was a kid. So they, they were essential reading. And, yeah. and from what I understand, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, child psychologists and stuff like that said they were sort of essential development, child develop, right. childhood developmental for socialization and all the stuff yeah. that kind of comes with it. So green eggs look, and ham, yeah. pop on pop, yeah. all that uh, stuff. Yeah. Horton, here's a who. Cat in the Hat. You know what? Let's let's read a little bit of one of the... The Cat in the Hat is probably my favorite. I think that's probably everybody's favorite. Uh, well, it's certainly the one everybody knows. Yeah. And they've made I, several movies about it. Yeah, stuff. I mean, some of those things have outdated things, but you'd have to go a long way, I think, in the in the, in the popular books. You'd have to go a long way to find racist stuff in them. Really, really deep. Really and, and are, long Are way. you saying that there is some racist stuff in the Cat in the Hat? No. Oh. No. no right. Not at all. All right, so let's read a little bit. Yeah, okay. All right. The sun did not shine. It was too wet to play. So we sat in the house all that cold, wet day. I sat there with Sally. We sat there, we too. And I said, how I wish we had something to do. Sally said, I know. Let's be racist bastards. She said, let's do it. Come on, move faster. Sally said, no muss. I said, no fuss. We went out to condemn anyone different from us. You know what? Hang on, Paul. I'm sorry? Maybe maybe you don't have to go as far as I thought. Yeah, it's, it's uh, 
right let there. Us, let Try us, that again. Sally well, said no moss. Yeah. I let said us, no fuss. We went out to condemn anyone different from us. Let us go back in and check it again. Yeah, we may have. And then uh, maybe, you know, maybe we will read it. Maybe we won't. Or maybe we'll check green eggs and ham. It might be time to, uh, to rethink our position on this. Yikes. Always pre-screen. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. It's so funny how riled up people get well, when yeah. you take away something that they're familiar with, even if even if you haven't been using it lately or going to see it lately or something like that. Well, imagine imagine a car company, all right, uh, has a car that doesn't sell. Like, uh, what was that thing that that uh, that awful, the Chevy Avalanche thing? Remember that thing that was just an, an ugly okay. looking thing, and it was like a an SUV pickup combination thing. Didn't really sell very well, so Chevrolet decided, hey. We're going to put all of our resources into putting out a big truck, you know, a Silverado truck or whatever it is, and we're not going to sell the Avalanche anymore. That's what happened. That's what happened with Dr. Seuss's people. They decided, hey, these six books, not only do they do they no longer represent societal mores, they also uh, are, are not sellers. They're not big sellers for us. Yeah. I, so, not, so we're not going to make them anymore. Even if they, did, if they didn't announce this, it wouldn't be a thing. Very few people would realize that those particular books – if I ran the zoo and the other ones, yeah, yeah, very few people would realize that they're not being printed anymore. Here's the funny thing about it: I, I you know, and, and I'm a fairly voracious reader. I love um, cartoons, I love cartoon books, and I love Dr. Seuss books. I don't even know those books. I like, oh. you know what I mean? I don't, I've yeah, never read them. Don't know anything about them. Oh, don't some care great about ones. Them. You know? No, I understand that. They're, I know the big ones, and that's yeah. the ones, and those are the only ones I care about. Right? Yeah, and I, actually, I. We have one at our house. I can't remember what it was, but I just grabbed it the other day. I was looking at it. Yeah, they're I, great. I think it was one fish, red fish, or one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Yes, which is now, uh, I'm not sure you know, that's actually a second printing. It was one fish, two fish, Epstein didn't kill himself, blue fish. <laughs> I didn't see not that Not sure one. you knew that, yeah. That is a very, very good sounding book. Uh, do you guys realize that the, the price, the resale price on them has skyrocketed? Yeah, eBay won't allow you to actually list them anymore now. eBay has shut down. Any auctions for those books have been shut down because of the price gouging. But yes, people are selling them on like OfferUp and and like in the secondary market. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I I only found out about it because my sister called me and was like, "Oh my God, do you still have our copies of?" And I was like, "Yes, got them. Why? Did She's you like, sell them?" So I was like, "I'm not selling them." Yeah, no, no hang on to that stuff. It's kind of neat. Well, yeah, and I just I I don't know why they're going back. I and I know you said that the you know that the Seuss you know company is is the one who's doing it. But I think a lot of that stuff, you know, the first thing that always comes to mind is the peanut. Charlie Brown was treated like a bully all the time. I mean, <laughs> any, bully. anybody as a kid who didn't pick up on that, you don't see them recalling that. I mean, Lucy was horrible to him. <laughs> but I think that's how kids learn to, to you know, empathize and sympathize, yeah. you know? That is, no, that's very... Well, you're, you're, she's right. By the way, um, uh, I love just... I just cracked it when she's like, I mean, Lucy was horrible to him, I yes. guess, you know, but he was also a fool. He yep. kept trying to kick the football, yep. and that is the way you learn. You know, yep. fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah, just for clarification, eBay actually shut down the auctions because they say that those uh, those books now promote hate speech. Just like you're not you're not you're oh, not you're not you're yeah, not able to, you're yeah. not able to sell like Nazi memorabilia stuff like that. And you know, look, everything has standards. And uh, you're right, though, Mark. The 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 idea of learning through adversity. Yes, that's why I hate the idea that they have these little leagues that kids can't strike out in. Man, it's a meaningless experience, but it's an experience of failure that everybody has to you have to have experience. To, you have to experience it so you yes. can appreciate triumph. So, yes, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's just our generation. No, I, I, I mean, don't know. It's, listen, it's we stupid. we become our parents. We didn't start 
Paul and I didn't start doing morning radio in Phoenix, Arizona, no. which is a nice position to be in. Sure. Is. It is. It's yeah. a good job. Well, if we don't deserve it, who does? Well, I, I totally agree with you. <laughs> but, you know, we learned, you know, we worked in garbage. Yes. We worked we worked cleaning up the garbage at radio stations. <laughs> yeah. And you work your way up. So, yeah. and the, so this is more appreciated now. Uh, I wouldn't appreciate it as much had it been handed to me. Yes. This is why your first car is always a hoopty. Nobody yes, gets nobody gets a Mac, nobody gets a McLaren upon graduation unless you live in Paradise Valley. Oh. You don't get it. So, and you know why we have to ban peanuts is because Pigpen is promoting poor hygiene. Yes, that's why. That's a, well, <laughs> no, I don't see him wearing a mask. <laughs> so we. <laughs> all right, you can uh, you can come back onto our lawn now. Yes, okay. okay well, that was right. just our get off the lawn <laughs> moment. Get off my lawn, um, but. Uh, <laughs> Now it's time for the Mark and the Interpol, dumbass of the day. Yeah, life has been a little bit rocky for 29-year-old Valine Reed. Valine? Valine. Valine, get in here. Since August of last year. That's when Altoona, Pennsylvania's Valine was arrested on heroin charges. Whoa! Yeah, she was the passenger in a car that got pulled over, and they found over 1,100 packets of heroin in the car. She was the passenger. She herself had over 100 packets on her person, too. Well, she only had 100 packets. The other guy had 1,000 packets. I mean, yeah. come on. It's a lot of packets. Give her, give her a little, give her, give her a break. Can't you give her a break? It's only well, 100. Well, she did have bail posted. She, after after spending a month in jail, Valine was able to, to get enough going to get out on $75,000 bail. Well, that seems like a, a fairly reasonable bail price for somebody that's bringing... How much is 1,100 packets of, of heroin? This, I do not know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying how much, like, I'm looking to purchase it, I'm, unless you're holding so since then, Valine's been on probation, which, of course, necessitates regular meetings with your probation officer. Of course, yeah. yes, of course. So a couple of Wednesdays ago, Valine showed up at her probation officer's office right on time. Good. Ready for her meeting. She's doing the work. Yep, responsible. That's yep. what you're supposed to do. Hey, hey look, if you're going to give somebody a second chance, yep. chance to redeem themselves, at least they're prompt, they're punctual, they're on time, they're there. She's all in. She's turning it around. Good for her. When Fantastic. she sat down, so she goes in, she sits down. And Valine plopped her purse on the floor. Right. Causing it to, to open slightly, her pocketbook. Right. Which caught the probation officer's eye because she had several bundles in there. Bundles. Bundles, you say. You know, I, you know change that vowel. It's, a, it's, only, it's only one vowel away from bindles, which is the traditional measure of heroin. Mm, well, looks like heroin is what the probation officer had running through his mind. Wow, look at me. Yeah. He excused himself. He called police who arrived and searched Valine's bag. Uh-oh. She was hauling over 30 bags of heroin in her pocketbook. Well, of course she was. Why do to you think her, she was there? To her probation meeting. Well, leave it in the trunk. Stupid is a stupid does. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's what we've got. Valine Reed. Are you saying I should be searching the trunks at the local probation office for some heroin? Uh, well, you know what? I get, I, I'll bet if you do that, you'd probably find some. Okay. Wouldn't take you more than a few weeks. All right. Yeah, Valine is the Mark Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Not only do I think that was a beautiful story that you just told, I know that was a beautiful story that you just told. Yep, and the dumbass of the day is brought to you by Arrowhead Harley-Davidson. Check out the best prices and largest selection on pre-owned Harley-Davidson in the Valley at Arrowhead Harley. Com. And because we are in 2021, I think I have to actually announce this. I don't like heroin. Here you go. Unless you're holding. 
Paul is a little nervous today. Well, it, you know, one of his one of his his personal treasures yeah. is being possibly tampered with. I am a uh, I'm a big fan of the movie Coming to America. And this, by the way, just for, for the record, this is not a commercial endorsement in any way, shape, or form. Amazon Prime is not paying us. This is not a, But I'm telling you, uh, I have been excited about the idea of the sequel of Coming to America, which is going to be called Coming to the Number Two America. It's sort of a pun on the name. What is it, 1986 or 1987 that the original? I mean, this is somewhere a around long, there. Yeah, long time between uh, movies. I can, I mean, I can look it up, but it was it was a long time ago, and Eddie Murphy hadn't had a hit in a while. This is before he started doing, you know, the, the Nutty Professor and the Clumps and all that stuff. Um, it was uh, it, it was 1988. Okay, so, so he was in sort of a lull. I think he had just done like Bowfinger or something like that, yeah. or something and then before that. He actually got sued because he actually stole the idea from a guy named Art Buckwald. Yeah, he was sued a, him and a political satirist. Yeah, and uh, you know he and Eddie Murphy lost the suit. So originally it was not even necessarily his idea, but he is he's done this coming to America too, and it's always dangerous when you. When you throw a sequel out there, you I never was, quite live up to the original, or it's very tough to. I was, and, and, and for those people that know, they know you've seen this movie. There's the characters in the movie are the mighty fine barber shop, which is, to me was the funniest part of the first movie. Yeah. Um, and as I see the the trailer for the second movie, they look like they're pretty interesting. It is so good to see you. Well, Abby, damn, look who done come up in here. Hey, it's Kunta Kinte and Ebola. The famine and blood diamond. Nelson Mandela and Winnie. Those hungry babies with the flies. On the face. Hey, oh, 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 that's too much. Now, you stepped over the line. Now, we won't be talking that kind of shit about the hungry babies. You're going to have to get out of my chair. Politically incorrect. So, what you doing back here, Hotel Rwanda? <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I, that to me makes me laugh, but I'm afraid that the rest of the movie around it is going to suck out loud. Right. Uh, essentially, uh, I'll give you the plot synopsis real quick. Um, uh, Prince Akeem is now King Akeem. He's the, the king of, of Zamunda, the place in Africa that he's from. Uh, and it turns out he has a bastard son back in New York City from when he came to New York 30 mm-hmm. something years ago. Um, and he also has, uh, a nemesis played by Wesley Snipes, who is the general of an army who's trying to take over Zamunda. Uh, and is, you know, and, and now this bastard son apparently is first in line to the throne because he was technically born before the family that Akeem got when he found his Queen in Queens. Okay, so, so it's basically a, a line of succession joke. Yes, kind of like the the Lion King. And this also has Arsenio Hall in it. So he's, yes. he's brought back Arsenio Hall, which right there you're starting a little from, scared. Yeah, you're starting in a bad spot right there. Although Arsenio Hall, to his credit, was very good in the first movie. Although Ex- I generally don't like him. Exactly. This was probably the zenith of Arsenio Hall's film career. Um, and look, you go back to what you know. But I'm afraid right. I want this to be Rocky II. I want it to be uh, Empire Strikes Back. And I have a sneaking suspicion it's going to be Blue, Blues Brothers 2000 <laughs> or or any of a variety of sequels. Uh, Hangover 2. Hang, you know, on, hang on. Hang on. Get, give us a... Give us a bad sequel. Go ahead. The Caddyshack. The first Ooh. Caddyshack movie was awesome. The rest, the second one was bad. Perfect. That's a, that's a great example of Perfect. a bad that's, sequel. That's what I'm right worried there. about. I'm worried yep. about it being one of those situations where not even, you know, Randy Quaid and Jackie Mason could save the poorly written script. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> Jackie Mason is no Rodney Dangerfield. That's so. the point, yeah. Um, okay, what, what else you got? Oh, God. Uh, the Exorcist. Wow, oh, man! Didn't see that coming. Wow, that's a that's a dark horse right there. If you do remember, The Exorcist did have a sequel. I think it was called The Heretic. The Exorcist yeah. Two, The Heretic, and there was 
like a locust storm. Yeah, you know, it was it was it was not good. Very few, um, you know, Star Trek Two: Wrath of Khan. I think was exceeded the original. Yes, it uh, did. Jaws Two. I think exceeded the original. No, it didn't. I think it, it did. It didn't. Uh, it, I, I, I didn't even come close. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, Rocky Two, uh, Empire Strikes Back. There are some some sequels that I think really work, but ninety nine times out of a hundred, it doesn't work. And I'm worried that this is going to be awful. Right. Off like the it's, new Bill and Ted movie was awful. It's just so long after the fact point made that is one of the big deals about this yeah that, that's one of the things that's got going against it for sure okay a quick other sequel go ahead go ahead oh home alone home alone oh yeah home alone too good no you're home right alone very good yeah it's gonna be uh so that's what i'm worried about and now i don't even own amazon prime so i have to get a, a bootleg password right. just so i can watch the movie can't do that that's uh, that's not right that's illegal is what that is We were just talking about the new Coming to America, the sequel with Eddie Murphy 33 years after the fact. You know, somebody emailed and said, actually, the fact that it's so old, like it's been so much time between the first two movies, um, that it might actually work in their favor because some people probably haven't seen the original and don't even know who Arsenio Hall is. Which is something I, I wish I could say. <laughs> yes, and of course, don't have any preconceived notions. Right, exactly. Because of it. Yeah. I watched it last night. All right, don't give any spoilers away, please. But no what, spoilers. But what did you think in no, general? It was, it was. I liked it. I liked it. And I'm not a big proponent. I mean, my idea of a good sequel is Godfather 2. Let's, let's give you a scale here. Let's say the original Coming to America was a 10. Let's just say that. Yes. The original Coming to America was more like an 8. All yes. Right. But, okay. All right. Yes, but let's 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 call it a ten on that scale. Where does this one come in? Somewhere between eight and a half and nine. Oh, really? all right. That is a that is a surprisingly positive review. Yeah, there was a bit of a surprise twist at the end. Okay, uh, I think you'll enjoy it. I mean, I mean, I I put it on last night because it was like there was nothing on our TV. Right. There was on Direct TV. There was nothing on. Uh, was a Netflix. So we put on Amazon. It was like, I said, honey, this just came out. She goes, no, this came out 30 years ago. I said, no, this is the second one. It just came out. And so I put it on last night and it was, it was really good. You know what the craziest thing is, is that you were actually right in that brief argument with your wife. <laughs> yes. Congratulations. No, not a chance. Oh. Don't, don't even go there. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> we'll leave it alone yeah. then. All right. Let All you, right. Just let that go. Twist ending, uh, spoiler alert, Bruce Willis was alive. Oh, no kidding. The whole time, yes. I'm, uh, again, this, and by the way, this speaks volumes about my social life. This is how my Friday night's going to lay out. I'm going to sit at home by myself and watch Coming to America. That's okay. At least you got something to do. Something yeah. you're looking forward to. Yeah, it's going to be great. Um, I think. Yeah, you know what? Maybe. I'll tell you a couple, t- just I'll warn people away from it. You know how I always talk about Train to Busan? Yeah. A movie that was so good it was in Korean and I didn't even need subtitles to enjoy it. Right. The second one, it ain't much. Oh, boy. It's it's kind of like falls into the same category as Another 48 Hours, which right. was simply just Another 48, 48 hours. hours. Yeah. yeah. A Hangover 2, which was Ugh. a hangover. Yeah. Oh, my God. Terrible. All right. Uh, again, we remind you, grab the KSLX app. Maybe you can program six hours of music on this station or win a $500 gift card. It's good stuff. 500 bucks would be enough to pay your dental bill today, Mark. 
Uh, no, actually, Paul. Oh? It won't. It's way more than that. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, what are you, big yeah. time to me? Well. We got meth mouth? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Deep, dark secret. Um, this is something I should have done f- 20 years ago. Oh, no. Yeah, and I've been putting it off. What's going on? Okay. Are you so, losing your teeth? Are you getting all your teeth pulled out and stuff? False no. teethies? Nope. Oh. But it's as weird. Um, my top teeth, the front six of them, and my bottom teeth, the front six of them, don't have enough gum. The gum line has pulled back. Really? Yes. It's what Stewie Griffin might say. Not a good tooth to gum ratio. Yes, oh, not yeah. a good tooth to gum ratio. I don't understand that there's there's an actual measurement for that? Y- yes. Yes. So they're going to put like artificial. See, here's the deal. What they usually do, if you got like one or two teeth that need extra gum, they take, they use the word harvest. They <laughs> harvest it from the top of your mouth, the I roof have, of your mouth. I have visions of that wheat thresher. <laughs> so the guy goes to me, he goes, there's too many teeth here involved to harvest it from the roof of your mouth. Oh, you wouldn't have a roof oh. of your mouth left. I'm like, well, okay, that's good. I'll get the artificial stuff. It sounds way less painful. Do they make it out of gum? Because that would be ironic. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's so weird. It's like, and I'll tell you, when they did the examination, you know, they pull your lip and your mouth all the way back so they can get this bright picture. Not a good tooth to gum ratio. Very bad. Yeah, not good at all. They, they take this really, <laughs> really brightly lit, vivid picture. Good morning, and, everybody. And they post it. You're in this tiny little office, and they put it up on this giant screen. So there's nothing in front of you but your mouth in bright, vivid colors. It looks hideous. It's pretty humble. Not a good tooth to gum ratio. It's not a good tooth to gum ratio. <laughs> so that's what's happening so to what, me so today. So I'll, I'll probably be out on Monday because they said it mess. Like I, I won't even be able to speak. Do they have for to put days? St- do they basically stitch the stuff in your mouth? I guess. Good morning, everybody. Enjoy, guess, enjoy your let bagel. Me, let me. You want to see? You want to see what my food is going to be like for the next few days? What do you have a menu? Uh, yeah, this is the pre-preparation stuff. Okay, what do you got? Uh, you can have cold or room temperature foods such as cottage cheese. Oh, boy. Pasta, soup, or eggs. Okay, I can eat scrambled yeah, eggs. eggs so are that's good, good. Yeah. Um, Avoid anything spicy, acidic, or carbonated. No Jack and Coke. Yeah, no beer. What the heck? Oh, my God, that's right. Yeah. Oh, you know why? You know why? You, you, know, you know why this is all happening, don't you? Yes. Not a good tooth to gum ratio. Yeah. I tell you what, it's it's going to take like three hours today. Oh. I'm not. I'm not a. I, I don't mind going to the dentist. So this is a periodontist, but I never minded going to the dentist. It's not that bad. It's no. Like, when I was held captive by saw, <laughs> way worse. I will tell you, this is the thing that you can't hide from the dentist, and you already know this, Mark. <laughs> you've known about this appointment for a while, and I bet you've been brushing your teeth like there's no tomorrow <laughs> for like three weeks. That is very true, but I. You know, it's going to be a hassle afterward. I'm not afraid of going. Like, yeah. when I was held captive by Kathy Bates, she was, <laughs> she was angry about the book I was writing. Way worse. Yeah, it's it's the anticipation of going to the dentist that's absolutely yeah. worse than actually going to the dentist. And so... Let's open up the big three at nine. We've got the, our best sound clips of the day as compiled by producer Guido. And I guess we should start. We had a very, very famous person yesterday. Yeah. Was it you? No, it was not me. Oh. A very, very famous person. Get their vaccination. Put that needle down. <laughs> All done. Thank you. You're welcome. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> All right, I just got my vaccine, and I will recommend it to anyone and everyone. 
come with me if you want to live. Look at Arnold, man. He's yeah. just, remember, this is his second shot now. He did yeah. this earlier. You know, I'll be back was his other one. Well, is there another star you can think of that treads as much on his old movie lines, that uses his catchphrases himself? I mean, Clint Eastwood never goes around saying, go ahead, make my day. Yeah, no. He, no Arnold it, is... It works. It works. It's very endearing when he does it, but I don't think there's anybody else who really does. Like, Tom Hanks doesn't go around saying, Jenny. Other than other than Larry the Cable Guy. You're done. But that's that's a catchphrase that's basically... Yes, it wasn't born of a movie. Right. It, it was his It's his shtick. It's a purposeful catchphrase as opposed to or one like, that just happens to stick. Like, all the old Henny Youngman take my wife, please. <laughs> yeah, those are purposeful catchphrases. Yeah. yeah. You know, Arnold, Arnold, look, I mean... As he ages, he gets more... Again, uh, this happens to a lot of Hollywood celebrities. As they get older, they get a little more cuddly. Mike Tyson, right. same thing. Yeah. Arnold was never cuddly when he was younger, except for when Anne-Margaret got to got to cuddle him in the, in the villain. <laughs> that was early in his career. Yes. All right. So, well, speaking of vaccines, you may ask yourself, um, when can you get a vaccine? Let's, let's have the head of the Department of Health here in Arizona tell us. We anticipate being through the age categories by summer. You know, at the beginning of March, we moved into age 55 and above. At the beginning of April, we believe we'll be at 45 and above. End of April, beginning of May, 35 above. And then we'll open it up to everybody four to five weeks after that. Well, that's my birthday gift then, because I'm, I'm, my birthday's the beginning of April, and I'm, I'll be able to yeah. get my vaccine. Yeah, they're saying basically by, by June or something, you won't have to worry about any age or anything like that. You just go in and get your vaccine. So, All right. Well, that's- that was Dr. Kara Chris. Ah, uh, yes, and yes. her long flowing hair. <laughs> yes, it's it's always been it's been up lately because she's got the mask on, she's right, doing yeah. the shots and everything. You can't have the hair hanging no. while you're giving shots. She wants to look all professional and yep. stuff. Yep. And uh, our last clip here. Somebody won't go away. Joe Exotic, who rose to fame as the subject of Netflix's shocking 2020 documentary, Tiger King, is preparing to tell his side of the story. The former zoo owner has been working on his explosive memoir while serving out a 22-year prison sentence. He managed to write the memoir from behind bars as he serves time for attempting to hire a hitman to murder his longtime rival, animal rights activist Carol Baskin, in addition to being found guilty of violating the Endangered Species Act. (laughs) Has there ever been somebody who was more of his his time than Joe Exotic, and his time was two weeks in March of last year. Longest 15 minutes ever. Yeah. Here's the uh, thing. I mean, I remember we, this time last year, we were all in on Tiger King. Right. We and were it all was, in. It was fascinating. I, I, I plead guilty. I was totally into it. It was fascinating to watch, but almost as soon as you're done with it, you're like, all right, those people, there's like not one good person. Nobody was in redeeming. No. Nope. thing. Nope. And you're done with it. The funny part about it is Carol Baskin won in the whole thing when it's all said and done. She totally did. She has his she has his farm. She has all of his cats, his big cats. She wins. She got all the conservation and all that stuff. She got and he's on, in jail. She got on Dancing with the Stars. I don't know what they pay for that, but it's not nothing. So because of his 15 minutes, she got to ride the comet trail yeah. and did just fine. He is so early pandemic. I almost thought he was pre-pandemic, but then I thought about it. Oh, my God, no. That reason why we watched Tiger King, because we were all locked down. It was produced pre-pandemic, yeah. and then it just happened to be in the right place at the right time to catch everybody's attention. Yeah. So. All right, well, there you go. There's your big three, I guess. Yes. Do it again Monday here at KSLX. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey, dude, shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. 
Welcome home, Toes. Hey, dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.